What's good? This is Kelsey, founder and fearless leader of Dope. You are zoned in for an episode of Soberpreneur, a look at what happens when we deal with our past shit, talk openly about that shit, and go do other awesome shit. With COVID-19, the world has been flipped upside down. We're all just trying to figure out how to make it through these challenging times. And as business owners, this can be especially trying. In today's episode, Lindsay, the founder of a worldwide health and fitness company supporting corporate campuses, which now sit vacant, gets real with us about pivoting in a pandemic. With her company in a massive transition, a recent suicide close to the family, and another devastating miscarriage, Lindsay has proven to be the true face of strength when everything seems stacked against her. Here's to hoping that this conversation reaches someone who needs to hear it. Talking about mental health and suicide can bring up difficult emotions. If you or someone that you know is considering suicide, please reach out for support by calling the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. Okay, welcome back uh, to Soberpreneur. Lindsay, it's funny to say that because we didn't even get to publish the last episode before the whole world got turned on its head. Um, It's nice to have you back and first time for our listeners meeting you. You're the founder of Fit Pros and uh, fellow Sober Sisters. So thank you for jumping on again with me. Thank you so much for having me again, Kelsey. I'll talk to you any day of the week. So, so this is <laughs> so sweet. So sweet. Yeah. You and I had uh, literally just had this call before everything hit the fan uh, to say the least. So I really thought it'd be suiting to have you back on and, you know, the both of us as um, founders out there in the world, trying to navigate this new normal and figure out how you can rise above these challenging circumstances. Um, so let's catch everyone up a little bit on who you are and, uh, your company, Fit Pros. Uh, you can talk a little bit about what you uh, do or traditionally did. I know things have shaken up a bit, but um, <laughs> a little recap would be good. Absolutely. So, Fit Pros is a workplace wellness service provider, and that means that we bring the gamut of programs traditionally into companies. And so, we've got about 30 or more um, activities, uh, such as fitness classes, lunch and learn type health talks. We even do cooking classes, self-defense workshops, the gamut of things just to holistically help people balance their work and their life. And like I mentioned, traditionally, we've, we've always gone into the workplace and, um, and we work with HR benefit teams to build out a robust program that offers a little bit of something for their total demographic. Inside the workplace obviously doesn't look quite the same today. Nobody is in their places of work. So since, you know, COVID-19, all of the shelter in place orders and work from home orders, what was like, what was day one for you realizing, oh my God, like there is no office to to go to? Day one, admittedly, I was in the fetal position and uh, basically crying to my husband yeah. saying, I don't know what to do right now, <laughs> if I'm going to be so honest. We yeah. had companies across the world uh, cancel events that we had planned um, and, and uh you know, most of them I'd say postpone, um, but we have, we've definitely got canceled. Um, and then of course nothing new is booking. And so, um, right. that, that was, that was pretty, was that like a tidal wave, like a one day, just like, or within a couple days, it seemed like, oh my gosh, everything got pulled out from under you or how long were you watching this unfold? 
Uh, within a few days, maybe a week, because some of our yeah. clients, um, you know, we work with some of the world's like biggest tech clients and they started one by one sending their employees home. And, and so I would say by, you know, by the time that ca the state of California announced the shelter in place, then everybody was was at home. Yeah. Um, so it, it did kind of start um, dwindling off. Yeah, just insane. Um, crazy to watch. And for uh, Dope, for example, we had that same kind of week of just, oh my gosh, everything all at once seemed like, um, you know, for so long, uh, I was just working on this blog trying to explain that it kind of seemed like coronavirus was, you know, okay, it's something happening. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's this thing. It's like kind of in China, and it's kind of going on. And then it just felt like all of a sudden, it was massive, right? And the decisions for the closures and the cancellations hit this tipping point where, ain't nothing happening this summer, you know? And I realized like pretty quickly that we were gonna have to shut our store down. Um, we're on the Las Vegas Strip and thinking about the cesspool of germs that is a crowded nightclub or a <laughs> card table or something, you know? It's like, there's no way this is gonna fly for very long. Um, so we started putting feelers out like very beginning of March, I think I sent like the first message being like, hey, just in case things with this coronavirus go bad, like, could we use your kitchen, you know, to produce mm -hmm. for dope because we want to still be able to sell online. Um, and, you know, we've been working so hard on growing this e-commerce business, mm -hmm. like almost clairvoyantly since November, like really pivoting our strategy to focus online. And if the store closes, I can't fill any of those orders. And the day we were going to visit this other kitchen facility is the day we got the um, order from the state of Nevada that uh, all the casinos were to be shut and our mall was, you know, along with that. So, um, yeah, it was insane. They were like, well, when are you guys thinking of moving in? And I'm like, how's now? We have a U-Haul at Miracle Mile Shops and we'd like to move in uh, today if we can. So we're going to be here in a couple hours and um, like shout out to Carl's Donuts for being such an awesome like business here in Vegas who let us use their space. But yeah, that was kind of the quick, uh, quick turn for us where it was like, let's figure out a new path. So after fetal position, where did you, where did you go next? Cause I know you got up. <laughs> wow, Kelsey, dang. I had no idea. That you had, <laughs> I knew that the Vegas strip shut down, but I had no idea you had to shift everything to a new location. Oh girl, that's amazing. Yeah. Good it was moving you. day. It's moving day again next week. Believe it. We're moving to another facility because um, Carl's will start doing curbside delivery. So they need uh, some of their space back and we're taking <sighs> that next step. So I'm, I'm getting my muscles back, you know, <laughs> it's been too long <laughs> I did the heavy lifting, but yeah, we're moving one more time uh, to a kitchen in North Vegas that will be ours. So we'll have to move again. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, that's just an excuse to eat your keto dough. I mean, that has the protein in it, right? Exactly. Yeah. By the way, I'm supposed to get my shipment today, which I'm super excited about. So <laughs> nice. Nice. Thanks for the support. Yeah, of course. Um, so after the fetal position, um, I, I definitely got up and, um, you know, I'm grateful that I have a an awesome network of, of entrepreneurs and just my team of smart people that like to brainstorm. And so we called an emergency meeting um, with our HQ team and um, just said, okay, guys, anything goes, throw some, throw something at the dartboard and let's just, let's just feel out what sticks. And, um, 
in the past, we didn't really do virtual fitness classes because there's so many people in that game, everyone from Peloton to mm-hmm. Mirror to, you know, so we were like, yeah, let's not even bother. Um, and then um, as well as webinars, like we, we'll, we'll do the occasional webinar, but it just wasn't our, our main focus. And then um, so that obviously switched very fast. We went through our roster of teachers across the country and we said, all right, who's got a cool setup? Like who's got a really nice setup where we can film you doing a, t- a class at home? And so because our clients were already asking if we did it. So we're like, heck, yes, we can. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so that was a quick uh, a quick shift to um, offering virtual um, activities. We're also doing like cooking demos virtually um, and and clean up your kitchen classes. And so, yeah, so those are starting to to pick up. Um, But the immediate thing that that really um, got us excited was practically a whole new business for us. And and you know more about this than I do, but we, we decided that we were going to make care packages that were sent to the doorstep of the employees. And so the HR teams could, yeah, yeah. And so what we did is we created four different shipments, um, very strategic that each shipment contained, um, they they touched on our five wellness pillars and that that being um, physical fitness, social engagement, emotional health, financial fitness, and professional development. And so what we did is we put things in each shipment that touched on those. So, you know, one in the first shipment, it was, it was a puzzle and, um, you know, because that triggers your right and your left brain. And, and, and then we also, um, complemented each shipment with a, a, a live, um, a live webinar. So like a financial workshop, um, and, and also fitness classes throughout and, and a bunch of different things. And so we, we, um, actively went into, um, uh, negotiating with fulfillment houses and um, deciding mm-hmm. what swag to brand and um, shipping costs. I mean, all of these things. I, yep. I had no, I've never. I mean, there's so much to it. Yeah, and you know, it's not a, a extremely nimble industry, so it's something you know we've been working on finding the right partner. It's a little bit harder with like a refrigerated item to find the perfect mm-hmm. person. Uh, but even just dry pack and ship, the um, third party fulfillment is not an overnight thing uh, for everybody. But I think in this time, uh, you know, some of the ones we've been talking to said they've just been flooded in the last few weeks because it's exactly cases like this where you're saying, hey, this wasn't our thing before. But now, you know, we need to be getting stuff uh, shipped out. Can you help us? And it's a, you know, really nuanced space uh, to learn the ins and outs of. So good on you for jumping in and another opportunity to learn, which is why we signed up for this uh, entrepreneurial journey for sure. That's That's exactly it. That's exactly it. I mean, I definitely had to, you know, break out of that mental space of um, just, you know, just, just shame and sadness of like, I'm I'm losing my business. And, and then, um, but, you know, I think that that's something you're gaining a new one. (laughs) Exactly. That's just it is when our team was talking this through, I said, Hey guys, you know what, what I love about this is that it's sustainable because what we're going to do in the future is, um, uh, for employee onboarding. So, HR teams can mm-hmm. then welcome new employees with these care packages. They can send someone who's homesick a care package. They can do, um, you know, if somebody's out on maternity leave or paternity leave, and mm-hmm. and so so where there's a lot of a uh, lot of opportunity that we're going to use in the future with these. 
Yeah, more ways to show that you care as an employer. That's awesome. And I think the virtual courses, you know, at first you're like, oh, well, everyone does that or it's so crowded. Mm -hmm. I think there's something really special to point out is that your customers like you, you know, they work with you because they want to be with you. So even if there are competitors in a space or they could go find someone else, you've done the legwork of building that trust. And I think that goes a long way. So for the clients you have who are like, oh, yes, you know, we want virtual. It's like, yeah, you built that relationship. You own it and get to capitalize on an, uh, in a new medium, um, even if others are already there. Thank you. Yeah, I thank you. It, it, that's absolutely right. And another thing that, you know, we're really, if you're, you know, watching on LinkedIn or on your social media, like people are starting to talk about isolation right now and, and feeling mm -hmm. disconnected. And so, you know, one of the things that, that we really looked at was how col corporate cultures are really, really struggling with that, with that sudden absence of the micro social FaceTime interactions that we're all used to having, say, in the hallways or at lunch or happy hours. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, the water cooler talk. And so um, another component of this, uh, one, one, of, one of the kids have... Um, paint paint kits in it and so um we one of the programs is that your employees get to paint whatever they want and then we're going to do a happy hour say on wednesday like the wellness wednesday of the week and employees go on and they have a social happy hour and they just share what they painted and we encourage them to go on a bob ross like go look at a bob ross youtube and, mm -hmm. and like and uh we gave them um happy little treats Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and get a laugh out of it. And because people right now are just hearing all this negative, sad noise all around. And they just, you know, you have to say social distance, but there's still an opportunity for connection. And so that's another um, core focus of, of what we're really, really trying to support companies and help them maintain the culture that they worked so hard at getting mm -hmm. in in the workplace, they can still keep that alive while people are remote. I love that. It's so awesome and, and neat to find out how you guys can really uh, fit a need to make the world a little better in this times. So I remember when the social distancing was starting to get announced and there were these jokes about how like, oh good, now I don't have to like uh, make up an excuse to not go to Kelly's party on Friday or something, yeah. you know? But at the, at the end of the day, like we do really need some social interaction. We are truly social creatures. And I think um, it's only after a couple of weeks just now starting to set in that like, dang, I would really like, you know, a hug from a friend and to get yeah. coffee with a parent or, you know, to be able to take a trip to see my niece, you know, it's like these little things start to, um, yeah, edge away at you. So how can you, you know, reach out to friends? And I think a big conversation now is like, the um, mental health side of this and how we can look out for each other uh, in these new, I don't want to say norms, because I'm <laughs> refusing to accept this as a norm. But, you know, in where we are now, how can we be more empathetic than ever to everybody's situation? And, um, you know, there are people who feel alone out there. If you lost your job, and your work was really your only point of social connection, I, I feel so deeply for people in that realm that are now missing their kind of like one touch point, you know, that was where they got their people and now no job and you're supposed to stay at home all day and you can't go to the movies and you can't go to the mall. It's like really mm -hmm. isolating. So if, uh, yeah, if anybody listening knows anyone in their circle uh, or extended circle that was 
um, you know, in that camp, just take some time to reach out, check in with each other. And uh, someone you think is doing fine because they keep posting pictures of their cat on Instagram might actually be, you know, a little sad and something else going on. Um, I post a lot of pictures of my cat, so y'all can reach out to me because <laughs> I need need some love sometimes. But um, how's it been for <laughs> how's it been for you on that front? Like, what's the life change at all in, in your household and um, just the stress side of things? Yeah, I mean, I'll get I'll get really real with you, Kelsey. It's been rough. <laughs> it's it's been yeah. rough. Um, you kind of hit it on the head. Um, one of our friends uh, lost his job last fall, and he lived by himself. And um, he committed suicide. Um, I think it's been about four weeks ago now. And um, he was a good friend of my husband's. Um, and and so my husband's not taking that very well. And um, either is you know the friend network and. And so that that was that was really tough. And then, um, you know, just being very honest, uh, two weeks after that, I had my second miscarriage in six months. And so it's it, you know, life life is still happening, whether COVID's here or not. And so um, but like you said, it, it really has been hard not having like the hugs from my girlfriends that would be here in a heartbeat. And so. Yeah. So difficult. My heart goes out to you um, and your husband uh, and the family and friends of the employee of his. So um, such a sad situation for everybody. And I'm so sorry for you guys on that personal note. Uh, second miscarriage, I'm I'm like distraught for you. I can't imagine how hard. And in a time like this, you know, like you said, life goes on and there's never a good time for any of this to happen, but uh, I am so my heart is aching for you um, knowing that you guys have to go through this. Uh, at least you have each other, but I know you'd love some hugs from some others and you can't see me, but I am hugging the microphone and I'm sorry for static. <laughs> if it's, <laughs> um, I, I would it. wish I could give you the biggest hug right now. Cause like, uh, wow, you know, life just throws so much at you sometimes. And I am, unbelievably proud uh, of you in even like the short time we've gotten to know each other, just to know that you faced all of this on the personal front and you didn't go, all right, bye, like doors closed. I'm not coming out for six months. Like, see you later and good luck fit pros, you know, like hope you guys have a good time trying to run the company. I can't do it. Um, you're just such a, a strong, amazing, inspiring woman to have gone through this and, and still be not only standing, but like thriving and your business is going to be even better when all of this uh, lifts. So, wow. What I, appreciate, I appreciate all that, Kelsey. I really do. And I, but just to be super transparent, it, it's been a roller coaster. You know, I, there's definitely been days where I'm like, okay, I just, I can't do anything fit pros. I have to trust in my team to, to make those moves. And, um, but the underlying, you know, thing here for me is that, all I can do is continue to work on myself and take take the next right step. And and if I'm stronger for myself, then I'm going to be supportive of my husband and what he's going through and, and our friends. And so, um, you know, as a, a sober sister, I'm sure you can relate to this. I actually got so much closer to um, AA than I have in six years. So I, I've been sober for about six and a half years. And um I, I haven't actually worked with a sponsor in quite a while. And so I got a, I got a sponsor over the weekend and we started on step one this week. <laughs> so that's amazing. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. Like, it's so important to have that wherewithal to recognize when you do need to reach the handout, you know? Um, a lot of people wait until it's too late. You know, you hear these like relapse stories or something and it's like, yeah, it felt totally fine until the day I had another drink. So I think like knowing when you need to reach out for, for help is like amazing. Um, wow. How did you just for anyone else out in this like circuit, uh, or even myself personally. So I, I started in a, but I, had moved so often and was always in a new group. And I never ended up getting like a formal sponsor. I'm like curious how I feel like I'm in my, <laughs> it's like, you know, we were talking, joking about this earlier that you had your, uh, I was like, Oh, was my podcast not good enough to get posted live or something? You know, yeah. you have these voices in your head. They're like, am I not worthy of a sponsor? Yeah. Does no one want to help me? <laughs> Is that- Totally. Oh my gosh, Kelsey, I'm so with you. So I had, uh, I haven't had a sponsor in four years. So, um, and what dawned on me and, and the guilt built up over the years, I actually felt guilty for going to AA meetings for a while because I was like, oh, I'm not working the program the way I'm supposed to. So I'd pop yeah. in every now and then. And then, um, and then I'd see all these women that I respect so much. And I'm like, oh, I should just ask her. And then I'm like, no, I like, I, I feel guilty taking her time. And so I, I had to hit a rock bottom, like a, a mental rock bottom um, just the past couple of weeks for me to finally say enough is enough. I'm missing out is, is ultimately what I came to is I'm I'm for, I forgot the tools that I learned from working the steps the first time in order to help my husband through what he's going through or to help, you know, my friends, um, that, that are struggling right now too. And so, um, I, I, that's, that was what happened to me. I wasn't craving a drink. I I'm still busy with work. I, you know, all the excuses that I've used in the past, I finally had to, it, it, it ached, it ached inside to say, like, I'm not able to be as useful to other people because I, I cannot remember all those amazing tools that, that got me through the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I, I feel like, um, I, I've always felt a bit like that. Like there's some, I'm not like worthy of their time or something or, uh, popping in and out of a, but not following the steps. And then there's, you know, some people that need it for every single day and they'll go through the steps, you know, five times this year, or, uh, it's, I think what I've liked and appreciated the most. And I, I find to be true about a is like using it for what you need it. So, and as much as you need it, cause that's really they're there for your 24 hour chip and they're there for your 10 year chip. And however many times you need to see them in between uh, or however many steps back and forth, I think it's just like a a constant to fall back on. And that's a, a great testament to it, that it's come to help you again now in this time with everything you're going through. Yeah, it's, 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 it'll be there. And I think that's my motto too, is take what works for you and leave the rest because I've definitely, I tried a a sponsor. That's what pushed me over the edge to not have one years ago was she was just not a good match for me. And I was like, she's actually making me not want to be in this program. And so, you know, it's sad that that happened so many years ago, but you know, I think, I think that the knowing that the net will always be there, it's, but it's still up to us to decide how much we want, how much value we want to actually get out of it. And I look at that way with life too. It's like, we get out what we put in. Totally. And it's funny because the take what works for you and leave the rest is absolutely the mantra I would recommend for any founder right now trying to navigate this. 
that is exactly it. Like figure out what is working and just like drop all of your preconceived notions about the rest uh, or, yeah. you know, get over the the grief and the sadness of what could have been like, you know, the sadness of, wow, our store is closed and it's March. Like it was finally going to be spring break and now we're going into summer and it just all got canned. Like it's when is tourism in Vegas going to be happening again? Uh, mm-hmm. And we're only at like one year of this store being open. So uh, all those bittersweet things, but it's kind of just like, I just got to focus on how great it is that there's something that's working and let's just do that. You know, um, yeah. I think that works for so many things in life. I agree. And then just forward thinking of it, good, good will come. Like, I absolutely believe that things are aligning in a certain way. They're working out the way they're supposed to at this moment. We're all learning from it. Well, great. Let's start thinking about the future and how to plan for success in the future and be prepared for that. Because I'm telling my team right now, like you guys, it's going to be a storm. It's going to be an amazing, good storm. Like it's going to be one of those, like everybody's going to want to want wellness and they're going to want to help their employees, you know, whether it's remote going forward or future in the office, like how can we be useful? How can we be helpful in any way, shape or form? And, um, you know, one thing we're doing uh, back circling back to the mental health thing come May, we're, we're going to do a big mental health promotion, not because it does much for us, but we want, we're going to have our, our fit pro teachers record themselves saying like their favorite quote that's inspirational. We're going to have people donate blogs that want to share their story. We're going to um, do different things just to just to get the the word out there and help release the stigma of, of mental health. Um, it, just to get people talking about it. And, and I think everybody, you know, um, can take can, can, and if you're, if you're looking at the lens of just helping other people right now, your business is going to be booming in the future. I've, I'm sure of it. Absolutely. So uh, amazing on the timing. It's Mental Health Awareness Month in May. So I love seeing that you guys are doing that. Uh, did you plan that or is that by chance? It 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 It's just been since our friend committed suicide. I It's been sitting yeah. on me for the past couple of weeks. And I was like, hey, timeliness. It, it, yeah. You know, it, 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 that that let's let's get this started and let's launch it come may and so it all, it yeah. all it's all you know. incentive to move it a little faster and hopefully helps like bring more attention to it you know it'll be a topic that um a lot of people will be talking about i'm sure and i, I love that i think like the side for you guys on the care packages and whatnot folks that had to cancel their events you know your clients that could no longer have you guys come in person and their employees aren't showing up you know to an office anymore um it's not like that budget went away overnight like this is the weirdest thing about this virus that was just like a halt like a big wall just went up in the middle of daily operations but Mm -hmm. like the money that they had to like do things that matter for uh, their clients didn't disappear so i think like it's really nice that you guys have gotten creative with what will matter and what will help people because um you do still have you know clients that that are ready and willing to work together on things like this so how will this mental um, health awareness component roll out? I'd love to learn more about that. Yeah, stay tuned. Check out fitpros.com. <laughs> so we're still yeah. uh, we're still yeah. definitely unraveling it um, as we speak, and 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 yeah. wanting wanting people to be able to contribute in whichever way they want. And so, um, like I mentioned, blogs, but we also know that people express themselves musically, artistically, and so we're we're going to um, send out a Google form via our social channels and say, hey, submit a video of you singing a song 
or dancing or whatever you love to do, making dope, you know, like dancing in your kitchen. I don't care. Whatever it is that you think is going to make somebody else smile, um, whether you want to share your story in a blog, it doesn't matter to us. We just want to help people get their message out. I love that. That's awesome. And make people feel heard at a time where you can feel yeah, pretty alone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly it. Yeah. So good. Um, I want to ask, you know, through all of this and really like the journey that has been your life, um, it's like if you put a little plot map for every life changing, you know, molding thing you've gone through, like what are you most most proud of today? Oh, most proud of today. Um, well, I have to say, so, um, you know, quick back backstory. I, I worked in the corporate world for over a decade in, in marketing, um, you know, from advertising agencies and, and you know, big clients and all that. And then I hit a wall. I, I hit a wall and I just, um, I was, I was overweight, unhealthy, um, drinking too much and, um, just really toxic to all the people in my life. And, um, so that's when I decided I was going to get sober, become a personal trainer and a yoga teacher. <laughs> and so that big shift, just of, check in, all the boxes. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, and that, that's me. I mean, that's, that's, you know, the, the alcoholic in here, I guess, or the yeah, full on, if I'm going to do it, I'm going head in. And, yeah. <laughs> and that's so I did the same thing. I was like, I'm going to be vegan. I'm going to, I just tried it all. I was like, I don't drink coffee anymore. I'm getting off birth control. That all didn't last, but I went to India for my yoga teacher training and over, you know, in India, it's very, everything's very pure. And so I did the same thing. I was like, okay, no birth control, no, no caffeine. Yeah. And that yeah, lasted maybe. Yeah. <laughs> need coffee. <laughs> coffee now. Um, and then, um, you know, after changing career professions, I did that for um, nearly two years until um, my my youngest brother died in a car accident. And um, that was just another shift of my life where I just kind of, I, I, I literally, again, saw everything crumble. I, I didn't, I was healthy. I was, I was two years sober. I, I, but still I realized that I wasn't, um, I wasn't helping people in the way that I thought my life path, um, should have been. And I wasn't sure what that was. And so, um, I, I took a few months and I backpacked through Asia by myself and, um, and, and really like just came to a piece of, of knowing that my brother is always with me and, and that I had a greater purpose. And so to answer your question, you know, I think that the, the biggest thing that I'm, I'm proud of would be, um, just realizing that, I'm, I can be a channel, um, to, to help other people. And so, you know, by taking what I've been taught from my teachers and, and, and getting those tools out into the universe. And so, um, I, I really believe that that's, that's my purpose in life is just to, is to just be there for people and, and, be a voice. And so, you know, that's why I, I, I am so happy that you and I connected because I, I too feel that I'm, I'm proud of saying that I'm, I don't drink alcohol because if I can help one person that might be struggling, whether it's with alcohol or emotion or, or eating, I mean, I certainly have that in my, <laughs> in my, my story too. And so, um, you know, if anybody, if anybody ever wants to, to reach out, like I just, that's, 
That's what I'm here That's for. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, it shows and the world is grateful for it. So I love that. And um, I think it's a gift to be able to make people feel accepted for what they're going through or show them an example of what the path might be like if they were to take a turn, you know, and shake things yeah. up. So that's awesome. Um, you know, your younger brother passing away in a car accident and what you've gone through recently, and I'm sure as life is many other road bumps along the way, mm -hmm. um, what advice would you have for others who feel like they've just hit their first, oh my God, road bump? Um, does it get easier every time? And how do you get through it? How do you pick yourself up? Yeah, uh, it's funny because I, I recently wrote a blog on this, and and one of the mm. things I said is I I I I dislike saying this too shall pass, <laughs> but it mm -hmm. it in time will heal all wounds and all that. You know, like <laughs> I, I I I despise hearing those after my brother passed. I was like, I don't want to hear that right now. Um, yeah. but quite frankly, I sit here, you know, five years later, um, and after he passed, and and um, although it never heals all wounds for me in that, that situation, I, I, I've put it in a place of peace. And I think that is what I, my advice or, or um, thoughts would be on anyone that's struggling right now is, you know, just do one small thing for self-care, one little thing that, that, you know, even if it's just sitting, sitting there telling yourself that you're a good person or, um, just, just do good things for you and time will pass and, and things will start to feel better. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like, I hate cliche sayings, but they're so freaking true. You know, they just get you like mm -hmm. one day at a time. I'm like, it is one day at a time for everything. You know, these sayings are there for a reason. It, it does, um, it does lighten, I guess, or become more, uh, more bearable over, over time. Do you ever find, do you ever find you say to your team, your employees, like some, like AA or line sometimes and they're like, yeah. And they're like, you're so smart. Where did you think of that? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I can't take credit. <laughs> like they'll just roll off my tongue. My team's like, oh, that's a good one. I'm like, yeah, you should come to a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> just good turn stuff. into Yoda and I start reading out stuff from the book. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, no, I think uh, just the overall experience of making the choice to get sober and what that forces you to do as far as like introspection and understanding who you are, why you feel the way you do, being able to like tap into your emotions. Like I think you do get a little heightened level of understanding of yourself and how you interact with the world around you. So mm -hmm. sobriety is a superpower in my book. <laughs> Highly That's recommend. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you are amazing. Thank you for coming on the uh, podcast here. And I'm so grateful to know you. I'm very inspired by you and what you've been through. And I'm really, really thankful that you are willing to be so open and share it because 100% uh, someone else listening to this needed to hear uh, your story. So thank you, Lindsay. And uh, you know, we'll be following up about this May uh, mental health stuff you're working on. I'm excited to be a part of it in some way. Absolutely, Kelsey. Thank you. And I, I feel all the same about you. I'm just so impressed. I saw your Shark Tank uh, episode before I even reached out to you on LinkedIn. I was like, I want to know that girl, like someone that can go <laughs> on TV and proudly say she's sober. And I just, I just want to know her. So I am so impressed by you. Congratulations on all that you do. 
Thank you so much. I had a cooler haircut back then. I was all edgy. Now I got married. I'm growing it out. It's, you know, uh, you things still change. Beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lindsay. Whoa. Thanks for listening to that whole podcast. You rock. All right. We hope you're leaving here today with even a smidge more inspiration than when you showed up. If you did, my job is done here. Subscribe to our podcast. Follow us at Eat Dope. And if you're craving some cookie dough, and I mean, when are you not, order at dope.com. It's D-O-U-G-H-P.com and use code SOBERPODCAST for 10% off. Have a dope day.